May, 1782, I bite the bear. I bit the bear. I have bitten the white bear, and the taste of its blood has given me strength. Not physical strength, that I have never lacked, but the confidence to manage my own destiny as best I can. With this confidence, my life begins anew, that I may think anew and act anew. From this time on, I will write in English, here on this English ship. My command of that language is more than adequate, though how that ever came to be, God alone can know. How I have come to be, God perhaps does not know. It may be that the knowledge is, or was, reserved to one other, who has, or had, more right than God to be called my Creator. My first object in beginning this journal is to cling to the fierce sense of purpose that has been reborn in me. My second is to try to keep myself sane, or to restore myself to sanity, if, as sometimes seems to me likely, madness is indeed the true explanation of the situation or condition in which I find myself, in which I believe myself to be. But I verge on babbling. If I am to write at all, and I must, let me do so coherently. I have bitten the white bear, and the blood of the bear has given me life. True enough. But if anyone who reads is to understand, then I must write of other matters first. Yes, if I am to assume this task, or therapy, of journal-keeping, then let me at least be methodical about it. A good way to make a beginning, I must believe, would be to give an objective, calm description of myself, my condition, and my surroundings. All else, I believe, I must hope, can be built from that. My surroundings. I am writing this aboard a ship, using the captain's notebook and his pencils. He was wise not to trust that ink would remain unfrozen. I am quite alone, and on such a voyage as I am sure was never contemplated by the captain, or the owners, or the builders of this stout vessel, Mary Good. The bows are crusted a foot thick with ice, an accumulation perhaps of decades, but the name is plain on many of the papers in this cabin. A fire burns in the captain's little stove, warms my fingers as I write, but I see by a small, sullen glow of sunlight emanating from the south, a direction that here encompasses most of the horizon. Little enough of that sunlight finds its way in through the cabin windows, though one of the windows is now free of glass, sealed only with a thin panel of clear ice. In every direction lie fields of ice, a world of white unmarked by any work of man except this frozen hulk. What fate may have befallen the particular man on the floor of whose cabin I now sleep, the berth is hopelessly small, or the rest of the crew of the Merry Good, I can only guess. There is no clue, or if a clue exists, I am too concerned with my own condition and my own fate to look for it or recognize it. I can imagine them all bound in by ice aboard this ship, until they chose, over the certainty of starvation, the desperate alternative of committing themselves to the ice. Patience, write calmly. I have lost count of how many timeless days I have been aboard this otherwise forsaken hulk. There is, of course, almost no night here at present, 
and there are times when my memory is confused. I have written above that it is May, because the daylight is still waxing steadily, and perhaps because I am afraid it is already June, with the beginning of the months of darkness soon to come. I have triumphed over the white bear. What then do I need to fear? The truth, perhaps.